Sadly, only few have discovered meditation as an option for only 1.6% of children in the U.S. meditate. The effect of mindfulness can be superior to any other method of solitude for studies show that when you meditate, absenteeism, the act of avoiding your responsibilities, dropped about 85%. Meditation also caused a 120% increase in productivity and a 70% drop in injuries. As you can see, this technique is not only powerful, but life-saving. In 2012, 8% of the U.S. was reported to have tried meditation. That is 18 million adults in the U.S. who discussed this topic with a Springtown Middle School technology teacher who says she had experience with the subject matter. Hello, we are here with Miss Golly, Ethan Hash, and me, Adam Davis. All right, Miss Golly, have you ever had any experience with mindfulness or meditation? Maybe yoga or some, some sort of a type of that. I have had experience with both, actually. Um, yoga, I try to do at least three times a week. That doesn't usually happen. Um, mindfulness, I try to implement pretty much every day throughout the day. It's about being aware, um, but it's hard. It's really hard, especially um, being a teacher of 150 hormonal eighth graders. How would you define spirituality and mindfulness in your own words? The state of being in the moment or the state of being present and aware of your surroundings. Um, maybe also a state of peace and a state of connection with what's around you. Meditation is a key to eliminating anxiety and stress from your life. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it's a natural medicine um, that can be accessed anywhere and everywhere. It's a natural medication, I think, for eliminating anxiety and just breathing in general, I think helps with that. Do you have any friends, a relative who meditates or practice some aspects of spirituality? Yes, I have um, several family members who do. Um, I have a few friends that do, probably not as often. Honestly, I don't think a lot of people talk about it because I think it's kind of taboo or just maybe not necessarily weird, but different to a lot of people. But I think it's becoming more and more common um, as our anxiety and depressions in America, uh, anxiety and depression levels in America rise. What do you suggest people do to release stress levels? Definitely doing mindfulness, maybe subscribing to newsletters so you're constantly getting notifications and learning more about mindfulness and meditation. Definitely becoming a part of some kind of community who's also involved with it, like a yoga class or maybe it's a group class um, or maybe you've got a group of friends that participate in it with you. Um, that to me would be the best way to go about making it part of your daily routine. Which practice do you think is best? Ooh, that's a hard one. I think they're all good. I don't think there's bad in any of them. The one I like is yoga because I get kind of a hit two birds with one stone, get a little bit of mindfulness in, and also get kind of a workout in, and I feel um, healthier um, physically and mentally. So I prefer yoga, but I don't think you can go wrong with any form of mindfulness um, or meditation. What do you think people, why do you think people hide this agenda? I think our world pushes being busier and 
doing everything that you can in the smallest amount of time. And I think that it's hard to be, to slow down and say no to things. And I don't think people appreciate challenges as much as they should. And so that's why I think that it's probably not as common as it should be. Do you encourage the, do you encourage the listeners to practice mindful techniques? Yes, definitely. If I could pick a technique, like I said, it would be yoga, um, but also slow breathing. Um, I try to tell people when they're upset in class to just breathe. Um, I know that doesn't always work because it doesn't always work when I'm upset and someone tells me to breathe. Um, but I try to share the tips and tricks that I've learned with um, my students and peers and family. Okay. Now close and off. Now that's the interview of the day. People who meditate have severe depression or anxiety, leading us to conclude that they have been searching for answers online due to desperation. They found meditation to be helpful in their journey through getting away from their emotions, though that is not what meditation and mindfulness is about. For meditation is merely to deal with your emotions by facing it. Everyday humans suffer through their emotions by suppressing and burying their feelings until it all floats back at once. That car you cut off the other day? You thought you got over that. No, all your emotions come back to haunt you whether you like it or not. Your brain will tell you that it's okay, but in the end you must deal with the emotions face to face. It isn't easy either. Nothing worth doing is easy, for everyone struggles and we know that. But to be mindful of others, you have to be mindful of yourself. What better way to do that than to listen to what you have to say? Take time for yourself. Forget TV, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, Skype, Pinterest, Flickr, Yelp, QQ, Reddit, or any app technology for that matter. Ask yourself, when was the last time you stayed still and thought about everything that led you to this moment? When was the last time you actually focused on breathing, let alone giving yourself a break? It may sound cliche, but social media may be depriving us of our happiness every time we clickbait ourselves to boredom. No one really thinks about this because they are addicted to the thing our generation has come to love. That is a huge factor of depression epidemic, and it's us who limit ourselves to the dopamine we don't need.